What up, what up, what up, world? It's Dab Radio. We back up in this motherfucker. It's been a minute. But, uh, yeah. We, uh, slowly made the transition back into getting in the air. We have plenty of shit to talk about today on Dab Radio. Uh, how have y'all been? We are really in the midst of starting the listener line. We can take calls and all that other shit. And y'all can tell us about your day, what it's like in your part of the city. If you do not know, we are the hub for the quarantine victims and the coronavirus and all that other shit going down. And then there's a boat off of San Francisco or some shit like that with some people on it. And they're all fucking frantic. And I'd be too because shit, you can't get no fresh water surrounded by salt. <sighs> Salty marshes. Salty marshes. How have you been? I've been very good. You know, same old, same old. What do we got on the list today? What do we got? What do we got? We got uh, fire before desire. When purchasing a firearm, how to purchase a firearm? Why should you purchase such firearm? And yeah, the, the proper way to actually test out your shit before you actually blow off a fucking piggy or... You know, it's just an uncomfortable grip. Um, yeah, we'll be getting into that. Uh, BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. The dummy coming to life by Deagle. Uh, do you have that uh, that that card for the promotions on the on that uh, one liquor store off of Hillcrest in Babcock? Uh, it's in the purse. Okay. Anyways, uh, the man over there, uh, great guy will literally give you a card like fucking Subway and uh, every bottle you buy you punch and I received my free bottle you know just um, today in the dry county Sunday yeah right uh, anyways I received my free bottle you know after I filled up my whole fucking card and yeah uh, so yeah make sure you get one at a time because I bought two and the motherfucker literally <laughs> My brother, man, my brother, he literally just said, oh, I'm going to do one punch. And I was like, man, I thought more bottles I'd buy. You know, I guess it, I guess it goes on the visit, which is OK. You know, you got to You got to make money, you know, to break money. Right. Anyways, you can catch him at the liquor. Number two, 8103 Bandera Suite. One, wait, what the fuck? This is not it. Uh, Twenty seven, twelve Hillcrest Drive, San Antonio, Texas, seven, eight, two, two, eight, two, one, zero, five, three, eight. 8494 that looks like a fucking four 8494 scotch whiskey bourbon vodka rum gin wine brandy liqueur craft beer and cigars <sighs> holla at the man if you're ever in san antonio texas uh what else we got bootleg zigzag papers man off of fillmore street fillmore and Petranco, man at that fucking gas station yesterday this motherfucker, every time I walk into anywhere, what, what do I always tell them? If, first off, I don't even like stupid ass Swisher Sweets and cigars. You can save that shit. Keep it for the fuckboys. I like paying 89 cents for their shit. Um, besides, I can roll a fatter joint and make it last way longer than you could your fucking cigar, brother. So, uh, um, also, what, what was I? What was I? Cause, cause, you always ask for, you always ask for zigzags. I always ask for zigzags, and I don't ask for the baby zigzags, I say orange zigzags. Uh, this shit had a misprint on it. Uh, the zigzag was literally written like all bootleg style. The fucking paper itself was bootleg. The glue strip was totally bad. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was a bitch. So anyways, I contacted Zigzag, 
and I let him know about that shit. I'm like, man, I think somebody over here fucking around and um, totally, totally, you know, messing with your market. Kind of like how the Chinese did, you know, when they bootlegged a whole bunch of $1 bills and, you know, had us, uh, uh, what was it? They, they, they found a, a, like at least a billion bucks in $1 bills on a fucking train somewhere near Washington. So yeah, like, you know, you fuck up the economy like that, yo, pretty much. Um, so yeah, we're going to get into some music right now. And, uh, this is Dab Radio. If you guys you know have topics you would like us to get on why don't you just comment on the damn episode and we'll be happy to get back to all y'all's feedback word up so uh with that said oh man fucking barbecue and beer man that that's today we're drinking Michelob ultra and a whole lot of other shit brought to you by heb and Mietis. another place you can find you know, here in the glorious St. Mary's Gateway District, 36 Calabro, it's the fucking place you get the keg at. So we're going to get into some music right now, and um, yeah, we'll be right back, actually. <laughs> I've been learning my 
Your motherfucker, if we ain't doing dabs, we blowing trees. This ain't this that ain't CBD, no CBD motherfucker. motherfucker. Hell nah, that's that partially dope shit. So, anyways, we back celebrating 1K listeners. What up, motherfucker? What up to everybody who shared this shit? We love you guys so much. You know, forgetting our fucking name out there. Uh, what up to Safai, man? You know, sharing the motherfucking podcast left and right. If y'all don't know, Safai and I had a battle a while back. We talked about that shit. Um, 
let me see. He got this um, fucking uh, a rock, rock blues song coming out with Caleb Jolly. If you don't know who Caleb Jolly is, uh, San Antonio musician, fucking definitely uh, brings in the motherfucking real vintage feel of, you know, blues and everything else, man. So be on the lookout for that. Try YouTubing it. Um, Spy MC. I got to share this right now because it's happening right now. Uh, Spy MC, he's going to be at Limelight 2718 St. Mary's Drive 78212 if you in San Antonio, Texas. Today, we should have been broadcasting this sooner, but Vel the Wonder will be there along with Big Cree and Yoshi Vintage, three fabulous artists. Man, how you feel about, about Vel the Wonder, man, as far as the consciousness of female rap goes? She's she's a great female artist. She's um nothing like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. You know, she, I I honestly think she's way better, way more better. more lyrical. Uh, not not as well as not not as well marketed as you know other female artists because she's so fucking independent doing it herself along with uh who I mean they have a group I believe yo uh, uh lazy was showing us that big up to Watson man get better soon motherfucker cuz shit we got a lot of work for you bro <sighs> if y'all don't know man Watson Watson's been suffering a lot lately and you know I want you guys to keep him in your fucking prayers real talk because one day you're here the next you're gone said well by uh you know the guy that was on the hook on that Pimp C and Bum B song you know what I'm saying uh well, man, I mean, KSYM's really been putting on for the tone. If uh, you don't know, you can catch us at Sancho's. That's for damn show. You know, me and, and fucking uh, Sydney Goya, hashtag Goya. If it's Goya, it's good. You know what I'm saying? You fucking catch us at Sancho's, motherfucker, over there off of San Pedro Road. Next to the Cove, bitch, right across the street. Get your margarita and your eat on. A lot of good bands there. A lot of good bands. You know what I'm saying? Um... It's it's just glorious, you know, to be saying that we got a thousand fucking listeners after trying so fucking hard. I am not drunk enough yet to even enjoy my fucking barbecue because it's been nothing but work. A lot of cooking, grills and kills on the motherfucking steak to chill. No, I'm saying I don't know what the fuck I just said. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, man. Also, um, you know, I'm, I'm jumping between topics and shit. Let's see which which is a good one. Ah, getting the beer is always a good one. Uh, well, I'm going to hand it over to Goya real quick as I actually uh, set up my motherfucking Ultratron um, or whatever the fuck, Ulti Pro uh, bullshit that I have on my damn new mark. So, yeah, check this shit out. Um, I'm still here. Still here. Just, you know, bouncing. Yes, we want to thank everybody for the thousand listeners. We can't get over that fact that we got a thousand listeners. <laughs> it's so glorious so glorious very glorious yeah. you know this year has been a rough year for me myself uh, we've been going the reason we had to take a little break was because I lost my mother at the beginning of the year January 2nd 2020 so it's pretty hard you know I didn't want to do the podcast for a while because, you know, I'm grieving. I'm still in the grieving process. You know, this this is very hard, hard. My mother was my best friend. We were together every day, you know, and just from seeing the person one day to the other, you know, and they're no longer here, that's, 
I think that's the hardest thing ever to lose a parent. I never thought I would lose her this young. And I, and I know other people have lost their parents at a very young age, younger than my age. But I just, we just didn't expect it. It just happened so fast. What were you, uh, what, what were you doing the, the day before, you know, we did that podcast, right? And we did the podcast where we were telling you guys about the Steve Aoki show that we were headed to. Oh, yes, yes. We did do that podcast. That, um, that, that same night. That same night at the Steve Aoki show. You know, I, I did enjoy the Steve Aoki show, the Lucy. Freak Fest. We enjoyed Lucy. We enjoyed uh, Lovely Bones. Dario. Dioro. Dioro. Sorry, oh, yeah, we hey, Dioro, mispronounce your name. You're our brown brother, motherfucker. We love you so much, Dioro. You're our brown brother, dog. We yes, but Steve Aoki and Dioro on stage at the same time. Yes, but we were there at the Freak Fest, and you now we had so much fun. I didn't, I didn't even get to tell my mom that I got caked. I finally got caked. We could mark that off our list. Because we didn't get to get caked at South Padre when we saw Steve Aoki, you know, but we finally got caked here at the Freak Fest. You know, it was a crazy, crazy show. Fun, fun show. We were in the front row always. We were the first ones to get there always, the first ones in line. So we holding back that pit. Yes, we were holding back the pit. Okay, um, but it was so much fun. But I just didn't get to tell my mother about that show, and it's just like, Ah, uh, like why? Yeah. But you know things happen. You know, I know now she's resting. But yes, to anybody who has ever lost somebody, I send my condolences to you guys. To anybody who has already lost somebody in 2020, I send my condolences to you guys. You know, Steve Aoki actually came down and sang to my wife. You know, briefly. And if y'all know the story, I'm the Steve Aoki fan. I showed it to my wife and I was like, that motherfucker should have been singing to me. <laughs> I'm just playing. Anyways, he walked, he rolled up to my wife and started singing. No fat shaming, nothing. He's a real down to earth dude. We fucking, you know, I, I reached out and shook his hand and shit. And I'd be telling people like, yeah, he was singing to my wife. And I was like, yo, Steve, what's up? And I'd be telling people like he said, two, two finger handshake and, you know, threw me back, you know, just to make a little joke about it. But real talk, the dude's actually down to earth. Fucking wish we would have got his book. That fucking couple next to us, Raver Buddies, they got the book. Yeah, you know, they drove all the way down from Ohio to see the dude, you know. So shit, they went home with something. You know, he was in our hometown. We got caked. And, uh, you know, the very next day, you know, tragedy struck, you know, around. And we um, we had to roll with the punches right there. And, yeah, dude, it's a fucked up situation, to be honest, man, because you know, I loved my mother-in-law. I wasn't one of those. I'm not one of those fucking guys that's like, oh, fuck my mother-in-law and shit, you know, like most husbands are. Um, I got to have one last conversation with her. I know that she was very conscious, you know, when, when I was saying what I was saying. And, yeah, man, to anybody that has lost anybody, man, you know, we we are with you. You are in our prayers. And one of these days, you know, I'm going to keep my promise. And I'm keeping my promise now, taking care of my family. I promise your mother I take care of you and everything. And we need to get married soon. Because I love you. I don't know how you feel about that, but yeah. I love you too. And you are taking care of us. You're 
doing a lot for our family. You allow me to be a stay-at-home wife. So even though it's not official, we are common-law married. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely going to hit you guys. We definitely going to hit you guys with some more talk briefly. Uh, we'll get back to the get back to the music right now. We are 20 minutes into the podcast, four minutes into the hour. And yeah, dab radio, motherfucker. If we ain't dabbing, we blowing trees. If we ain't vaping, we escaping. Arm bars, baby, because that's what the fuck we do around here. Speaking of arm bars, we're going to get back on the topic soon. <sighs> I'm going to tell you guys right now, since I started making memes about me being a great escape artist, like I'm fucking Houdini breaking chains or some shit. More and more of my fellow BJJ teammates have started getting me in the arm bar. Like, fuck you. Is that a challenge, motherfucker? You ain't going you ain't going uh, you ain't going to escape this arm bar. So I've been getting thrown at more lately. And we'll get back to that conversation just as soon as we bring you some more music. Tell me what does it look like in heaven? This is dedicated to Mama Grace.
shot at, trying to get chased by the police and arrested. Niggas need a spot where we can kick it, a spot where we belong, that's just for us. Niggas ain't gotta call dressed up and be Hollywood. Nah, I mean, where do niggas go when we die? Ain't no heaven for a thug nigga. That's why we go to Thug Mansion. That's the only place where thugs get in free and you gotta be a G. In my quiet nights, time to unwind. So much pressure in this life of mine. I cried times I once contemplated suicide and would have tried, but when I held that knife, all I could see was my mama's eyes. No one knows my struggle, they only see the trouble. Not knowing it's hard to carry on when no one loves you. Picture me inside the misery of poverty. No man alive has ever witnessed struggles I survive. Praying hard for better days, promise to hold on. Me and my dogs ain't have a choice but to roll on. We found a final spot to kick it, where we can drink liquor and. No one bickers over trick shit A spot where we can smoke in peace And even though we cheat, We still visualize places That we can roll in peace And in my mind's eye I see this place The players going past I got a spot for us all So we can ball At Thug's Mansion behind you, show me and I'll go, how can I be peaceful, when I'm coming from the bottom, watch my daddy scream peace, while the other man shot, I need a house that's full of love, when I need to escape the deadly place of slinging drugs, and it does match.
your life has been marred by considerable pain. Do you think you'll ever get to the point where you can live a normal, happy life? No. But I, uh, I'm going for it. I'm trying for it. And until then, I have to make the life that I do live as happy as I can and try to do the best with what I have. Do the, you know, live the best life I can live, be as happy as I can be. But nothing is perfect for anybody. I don't know. You got me face down Bye. <laughs> 
Carlo. That's the only place to be at if you're doing jiu-jitsu. Yes. I fucking feel okay. Bobby Southworth, that's my coach right there. Yes, Bobby Southworth. He's very respectable man. He's he's, he's great. great. He's a great coach, honestly. He's a great coach, man. <laughs> Bottom line, he can he can he can he molded his students to be able to work with your children. Shit, dude, and he can work. He works well with children too because shit, my son be taking coaching from him also. Yes. So. My hubby, we got him a grappling dummy. Not me, I, we got it for the children, really. Well, yes, we got it mainly for the children, but of course. Oh, why did we get it for the children, though? We got it so they could practice, so no, they no, could. No, because when I come home, ready to show him moves. So. Oh yes, when he comes home, he's gonna ready to show him moves. He's gonna do it with the test with the dummy, and it's six feet tall. This dummy, you know, it's as tall as him. It's a deagle. It's awesome. It's a. It's crazy because, like, you come home ready to do some uh, jiu-jitsu moves and shit with your boys, and, um, like, these motherfuckers don't even weigh a buck. <laughs> they a buck ten or some shit like that, and, um, yeah, like, it's it's crazy because they don't even weigh that much, and you can't do no knee to belly on a small child. You know, to show them the rest of the fucking move. You know what I'm saying? So I went ahead and invested in a grappling dummy. It's a Deagle. D-E-A-G-L-E. Got it on Amazon for $37. And I bought it unstuffed. And if a lot of y'all don't know what I do for a living, uh, I'm a DJ on the Gay Strip of San Antonio Main Street. And I also am a groundskeeper slash janitor. A master of the custodial arts, Dave Chappelle would say, and half-baked. Well... With that territory comes a lot of cushion because a lot of people be throwing out couches and shit. So I was able to get myself a fine, you know, razor blade and cut the cushion out perfectly. I brought it home with some rolls, right? Yeah. I mean, you'll cut you'll cut it perfectly if you're really about your shit. If you're not about your shit and you're just trying to fucking get it in the car, it's going to come in shreds already and shit like that. Yeah, you're not going to know what the fuck you're doing, man. It's fucking stupid. You know, just do it right. Do the job right. Get the right tool for the fucking job and do it. You don't 
you don't take off fucking pliers. I mean, you don't take off a car battery with fucking pliers. You get the right ratchet, you get the right wrench, and you fucking use it. Now, if you're, if you're over there, you know, a fucking idiot taking it off with fucking needle nose pliers because you're able to make it work, reconsider your fucking, you know, reconsider your fucking, you know, motive because that's just stupid as fuck. Like, just use the right tool for the right job the first fucking time. Okay, so BJJ, man, we was, uh, I was telling you about the, the armbar situation, my armbar situation. So I started boasting about how I was able to escape some armbars because I, I, I've been doing it on numerous purple belts. Um, shit, I think I even did it on one brown belt. Well, uh, uh, it's, it's crazy because, you know, even white belts and blue belts, like I've been fucking, you know, just not passing guard or nothing, but uh, when they grab for the arm, I follow them very quickly before they can put that ankle on my motherfucking head or, you know, do something to make sure I don't follow besides kicking the arm down. Um, like, as soon as I see the S mount, I just, you know, like I'm already grabbing for their gi and my other arm. Like, I'm already grabbing my other arm and no gi, I'm grabbing for my wrist. And now I'm able to fucking follow these guys quick. Well, since I posted that on my Facebook, like, hey, I will fucking escape that arm bar real good. I've been getting it done to me more than ever now. It's like, holy shit, there it is. Because, you know, you send the challenge out, motherfuckers will accept the challenge, man. <laughs> ah, fucking allergies, San Antonio, Texas. Ah, very, very bad. Um, so, yeah. Uh, definitely just wanted to holla at you guys about the grappling dummy. You know, we were stuffing this motherfucker, right? As we were stuffing this motherfucker, I was like, yo, this motherfucker fitting to come to life. Watch, like Frosty the Snowman or some shit. So, um, yeah, I was just there, like, like stuffing the motherfucker. And and uh, I was like, look, this motherfucker's going to get up, and it's going to be about teaching us jiu-jitsu. The motherfucker's going to know all 537-plus thousands or whatever the fuck omoplatas. And, uh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's just, he's just gonna be teaching us the damn jiu-jitsu, but the thing is, he still weighs the weight of a fucking dummy, so, let's just say you get this coach mad, right, this motherfucking dummy right here, he's wobbling around and shit, telling you, no, you're not doing it right, and, you know, he's trying to submit you, but he still weighs the weight of a dummy, and you just get him off of you, and he's easy to rip, like a fucking possessed stuffed animal, and the motherfucker gonna get up and try to hit on my wife or some shit like that, right, he gonna be like, but you know what, it doesn't have a dick, but he's going to be like, he's definitely going to be like, yo, fuck that. You take off to fucking BJJ all the time and leave her here. And I know all the jiu-jitsu you need to know and blah, blah, blah. And he's going to show up to my fucking jiu-jitsu class and everything and be like, this is who you've been going to jiu-jitsu with? Bobby Southworth? What the fuck, man? I know it all. And the dummy's going to start talking shit. And then, um, you know, it's going to get kicked kicked like a fucking kicking bag because it, because, because, yeah, this fucking dummy right here, I was telling them that about how we're stuffing it, right? And then the motherfucker's going to come to life. It's, it's pretty much just, just going to be a, a catastrophe because it's. Oh, the cartoon we're going to do? Yeah. Yes, that radio. Yes, that's something we want to do. We want to also do like a little cartoon for the kids. It'll be fun. It's not even a cartoon for the kids. It's actually it's an actual fucking story. The fucking uh, 
you know, the damn thing's gonna come to fucking life, and, you know, that that, that was pretty much the story. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty much the story. It wasn't no fucking cartoon, it's, it's, it's a story. You wanna make a cartoon. Yes, yeah, we do. Um, anyways, man, I'm, I'm gonna get back, get back down to it, man, because, son of a bitch, man, it's, 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 uh, uh, you know, when, you, when you're doing, you know, barbecue and shit like that, you gotta make sure that you're really on top of what the fuck you're doing. And also, I am a pit chef, by the way, a certified pit chef. I can barbecue pretty much anything, including that plant-based shit that y'all fucking love so much. So, yeah, we're going to get back to some more fucking music, man. You know, I just want you guys to, you know, open your mind up a little bit. It's Dab Radio. Anchor Rap.
stations with Gavin or whatever the fuck, they ain't doing it like us. They are on their own trip. I am on my own trip. Plus, I'm out this world, baby. If it's Goya, it gotta be good. Hashtag, if it's Goya, it's good. Sydney Goya. Hashtag, Gab Radio. Hashtag, it's Proto. Be you beyond, motherfucker. We back. Dab Radio. Okay, so we, we just finished up the story about the BJJ dummy that you stuffed and it came to life and it hit on your wife, but it didn't have anything to put inside or penetrate. And the motherfucker went to your BJJ class knowing all his moves but couldn't perform them on some of the highest belts because he's really just a fucking dummy. It's kind of like a snowman walking into an icicle fight, you know, talking about I know a lot of shit. Well, anyways, moving forward. Fire, wait, wait, should, should we fire, should we go with fire before desire or, or, or what's up? Anyways, I got... Fire before desire because of that. Okay, yeah, fuck it. Fire before desire. Purchasing a fucking firearm. Purchasing a firearm and how to purchase a firearm and why such firearm fits your persona. Now, when we study the human demographic people and shit, yo, and we look at, you know, uh, how many husbands actually buy their, you know, wives guns like for valentine's day here in texas mm, i'd say about a lot of them like a lot you know there's a, quite a few that do that and a lot of a lot of people really ain't even like like out there you know giving their business like that they are like literally uh keeping it to themselves like like uh marco for instance uh big homie marco um f- off west ave you know he got his fucking he got his wife the motherfucking uh the pistol. He ain't go telling everybody. He told like like a few people. I'm telling everybody, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. That's uh that, that it is what it is. But um yeah. So you don't tell people pretty much too much shit. Now let's go with fire before desire. If you're gonna purchase your baby girl a handgun and shit, right? And you're gonna try to surprise her. You know, make sure you take her to the shooting range. Now, me, I got a full time membership at the bullet hole. You know, so does my son. So does my father. Alike. Um. We all have a full-time membership to the bullet hole. Um, that's that's somewhere in San Antonio. You in San Antonio, Texas, they got a few locations. The one I go to is um, off Highway Highway 90, I believe. Or, yeah, one, what is it, 151 or Highway 90? Anyways, um, I'm out I'm out in the, motherfuck- in the motherfucking country, man. You know what I'm saying? Bullets ricocheting off of bullets in the dirt type of shit. So, uh, yeah, like there's a rental fee, you know, to rent a pistol if you don't have a gun yourself. And they actually let you rent these fucking guns for set price, you know, f- you know, so pick a gun out, you know, have her pick a few fucking selections as a woman. How would you know wh- what would you you know, how, how would you go about the situation? How would I go about this? Well, I feel like, yeah, because what if you buy me, for example, what if you buy me a gun gun that I'm not comfortable with? You know, like I would want something pocket size not really pocket size but something that'll fit in my purse you know just for protection you know how about the grip well the grip would have to be very comfortable because if the grip isn't comfortable then you wouldn't want to you wouldn't feel comfortable shooting the gun either how about a pinky slip and you wouldn't want that either right yeah you wouldn't want yeah because if a pinky slips for example you can miss your target you know End up hitting something else. Good grips with Sydney Goya. 
I bet a lot of people are making jokes off of the good grips part. I got a lot of, I got something else that she can fake and grip. Suck a dick. <laughs> well, um, yeah, definitely don't want that pinky slipping with the good grip, man. Um, so fire before you desire, man. You know, rent yourself a fucking Springfield or some shit, dude. And, you know, see see what's really good. You know, go through various handguns. Try a revolver. You know what I'm saying? But definitely check your grip and check your safety. Because I fucking hate hair triggers personally. I don't like purchasing shit for hair triggers myself. Um, you know, shit. You know, you got you got to stay ready, but not that ready. Fuck, I ain't trying to blow my dick off. And wear your belt to the side, man. You know, don't wear the buckle to the front. Wear that shit all the way to the left or all the way to the right. Just given, you know, what hand you are. And put your holster you know, at such place, and make sure you don't shoot your fucking dick off, bottom line, don't shoot your dick off, fire before you desire, motherfucker, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker, do we have a sound clip of the bitch? No, we, 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 don't, have, we don't have a sound we clip, we need to get one, but I am, I am, <laughs> that lady is very popular, we, we there's so many memes about her, and I try to do that to, jo- uh, like, to prototype, I'm like, I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, even sometimes when we're at Walmart, I'll freaking do that on purpose and people will start to look at us, but... Level, 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 man. <laughs> it's funny. Shit. That crazy lady. I wonder whatever happened to her. Anybody know? Anybody know? If y'all know, leave it in the comments on... You know, Dab Radio, uh, whichever platform you are on, we are available on 12 fucking platforms. Um... List, please. <laughs> Whoa, there's no fucking list. We are we are totally not on our shit right now as far as the list. But anyways, uh, it's a segment ad. Um, there is, we are 55 minutes into this podcast, meaning it'll probably cut me off at the 59th minute. But don't worry, we will be adding to the episode very soon because, you know, we, we ain't even hit all the motherfucking topics yet. It's, we are 39 minutes into the fucking hour. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm feeling good, San Antonio. Um, we are in the hub right now, quarantine city, um, South by Southwest was fucking canceled. One of the biggest music festivals for independent artists has been canceled. Um, there is an unofficial South by Southwest that isn't going to happen. We'll keep you updated. People that are here in San Antonio, do y'all really think they're going to cancel Fiesta? You know, they canceled the revealing of the medal on Saturday. They sure did. So, do y'all think that they're going to cancel Fiesta? You know, I honestly, I honestly don't, don't go. I, because there's too much dirty people around anyways. And people are always fighting there. But if they cancel it, that'll be something. I'm sure there's still going to be people out there, you know, trying to do something. But if they cancel it as well, you know, who knows what will happen. That'll be the first in so many years that they've they've never canceled the, a fiesta. Never. Uh, they sure haven't. They sure ain't canceled no fiesta, man. I mean, this would be the first time if they ever did. I mean, I, I'm not too sure. I mean, a lot of shit's happened. Man, that one girl that was going around poking people with a needle because she had AIDS that one year was like 92. 
I don't know what year it was. I think it was in the 70s. I'm not 100% sure. But there was a shooting. They were shooting people at the Fiesta Flambeau Parade, I believe. We heard about that um, when I was in ROTC in high school. They told us about that, you know, just to be careful. Because still, anything can happen. But, you know, it's crazy. Hopefully... They do cancel just to keep everybody safe because everybody's going crazy here in San Antonio. But whether they cancel or not, you know, it's not like we're going to be there. <laughs> Dab, radio. Dab Radio, March 8th, 2020. <laughs> Hoy salió con su amiga, dice que pa' matar la tusa Que porque un hombre le pagó un mal, está dura y abusa Se cansó de ser buena, ahora es ella quien los usa Que porque un hombre le pagó un mal, ya no se le ve sentimental Dice que por otro mano llora, no Pero si le ponen la canción, le da una depresión tonta Mala. And now you kicking and screaming a big toddler Don't try to get your friends to come holla, holla Ayo, hey, I used to lay low I wasn't in the clips, I was on my J-O Until I realized you were epic fail So don't tell your guys and I'll see a bail Cause it's a new day, I'm in a new place Getting some new days, sitting on a new face Cause I know I'm the baddest bitch you ever really met You searching for a better bitch and you ain't met it yet Back off, he wanna slack off. Ain't no more booty calls, you gotta jack off. It's me and Carol G, we let them racks talk. Don't run up on us cause they letting the max off. Pero si le ponen la canción, le da una depresión tonta. Llorando no con. 